crocodile man, a witch woman, a guy yeah. that can set himself on fire? Right. Are you blind? <laughs> and she's like, I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people are in line for a popcorn. Hey, third person in line. What kind of popcorn do you want? Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna quit! I'm All right, quit. Please down my resignation! <laughs> Rowan, you're a better boiler <laughs> fixer than we have ever known. Welcome to the JR Talk Show. I am one of your hosts, Robert Brewery, joined as always by Rowan Spears Floyd. Hey, folks. And John Lee. How you doing? Uh, each week we get together, we talk about movie news. Uh, we also have a main topic that we talk about. Um, you can find us, as always, online at facebook.com slash JR Talk Show, youtube.com slash, I don't know. Hammer I think it's Hammer Barrel. Yeah. SoundCloud.com slash JR Talk Show. And if you go to uh, iTunes, just search JR Talk Show or any other podcast service you like to use. We're on there. Um, yeah. So let's just jump into this week in news. Yeah. yeah. Uh, first article I've got up here is Fox pushes Alita and the Predator release dates. So this is from Variety. Uh, Fox has moved the opening of James Cameron's The Alita Battle Angel back five months from July 20th to December 21st. Fox also announced Tuesday that it had swapped the dates uh, for The Predator and The Darkest Minds. The Predator moved back six weeks to September 14th and Darkest Minds moved up to August 3rd. Um, Additionally, Fox set uh, November 8th, 2019 release date for Death on the Nile, uh, directed by Kenneth Branagh. Uh, based on the Agatha Christie mystery, mystery, the project is a follow-up to Branagh's Murder on the Orient Express, uh, with Orient Express screenwriter Michael Green returning. Branagh is expected to return as Detective Hercule Powell. Good try. <laughs> no, that's right. That's how it sounds whenever I hear it in the trailers. Um, I just thought this was... It was yeah, like the Predator stuff being moved around. That that seems like a better spot for it to be in September versus yeah. August. But the like Alita Battle Angel one seems like they're kind of behind or they're like seeing like it just seems more foreboding for that one right. versus the well, other one. Well, it's just ones. like is it makes me wonder if it's a like action movie that should be a blockbuster, but they don't have the time to do it. Or if it's one of the films where like, like is do they think it's Oscar bait? Like... Because, like, December's, like, usually where, like, the films try to get in right before the end of the Oscars to, like, make a big splash. And it's just like, I don't, I don't know. I just really want to, I, I'm hoping that it, within those five months, it's just someone, like, editing to where they make Alita's eyes normal looking. Oh and it's going, like, uh, go A, A, better or worse? Uh, better. <laughs> like, <laughs> better or worse? Yeah, yeah, they do, yeah, uh, they do their, like, uh, eye examination uh, worse, thing. Uh, worse, a, B, A, B. It's, like, trying to find the right eye size for it. <laughs> Yeah, that was so distracting in that. That was so weird. Well, it seems like that's honestly one of the big things people are talking about. It'd be interesting to see if it's a like a different thing at right. the end of it. It will be interesting. Um, and it's cool to see that they're, we're getting a, the sequel to Orient Express as well. I mm -hmm. didn't think that that was honestly going to happen. I mean, it, it, it did well. A lot of people liked it. I mean, it's just kind of like a, it's just kind of like a series, like Sherlock Holmes is a series, yeah. right? Nothing technically related except the main character. Yeah, right? basically. Yeah. That's cool. The serial. Yeah. yeah. Serial. There you go. Uh, next article. Chris Columbus will direct a Five Nights at Freddy movie. 
for Bloomhouse. So I'm from, excited. That's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. So this is from io9. Uh, the man who helped shape the worlds of Harry Potter, Gremlins, and the Goonies is now moving into video game horror. Chris Columbus will write and direct Five Nights at Freddy's based on the popular video game series about a security guard battling evil animatronics in a pizza shop. <laughs> yep. I mean, that's what it is. That's the game. That's exactly <laughs> like, what it is. I mean, it's super popular. It's just such a like weird like the whole thing is you just sitting there and clicking on doors. Like, I don't want to have another like Doom sequence from the right. Doom movie where it goes into first. There's just a whole sequence where it's first person of him going click, click, <laughs> click, click. Oh god! Like, I don't. I don't think they'll do that. But I just i I hope they go like Gremlins with it. Oh, totally. Like, make it That's fun and campy, yeah. right? Don't like try to make it like. Don't try to make it more serious than it needs to be. Yeah. Like, the crazy thing about Gremlins is, like, it's fun. But, like, right. it's more one of those things, like, you sit on it and kind of watch it by yourself. Gremlins are kind of scary. Like, right. you just kind of go, like, ah, oh, shit, this is, this is really dark and morbid. <laughs> and, like, you can't, it's not like, I, th I think a lot of people are, like, going, oh, I, I just want this to be straight horror. Well, that means just the main character is just going to die in five minutes. Like, right. That's, <laughs> and that's not a movie. That's just the... It'll be interesting to see if they, because there's been the whole, like, every time a new game of those comes out, because they're at, like, four now, and they have, they have like, weird, like, mm -hmm. side ones. It's, like, figuring out what the story is. Right. So it'll be interesting to see if they delve and work with the original creator on, like, building what the actual story is. Because it seems like he's been trying to create story, but he's been struggling more and more. So it'll be interesting if this is, like, another format for them to right. actually establish what happened and what is going on at this or they're just yeah. like, I want a murderous Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, yeah, they could yeah, do that too. I, I, I don't really see too. much lore going on. <laughs> uh, moving on. The next one is the big sick Helmer, Michael Showalter, set to direct the CW pilot in the dark. So this is from Deadline. Michael Showalter, coming off directing the hit indie comedy The Big Sick, uh, has been tapped to direct and executive produce the CW pilot In the Dark from CBS TV, TV Studios and Ben Stiller's uh, Red Hour films. Written by Corian Kingsbury, the project centers on a flawed and irreverent young woman who just happens to be blind and is the only witness <laughs> to the murder of her drug-dealing friend. When the police dismiss her story, she sets out with her dog, Pretzel, <laughs> to find the killer while also managing her colorful dating life <laughs> and the job she hates at Breaking Blind, the guide dog school owned by the over by her overprotective parents. Oh, my God. <laughs> I put this in here purely because that sounds awesome, and I'm super excited because I love... What a pitch. Right? <laughs> like, just like... <laughs> being the only witness to the crime but she's also blind and calling it like in the dark <laughs> like uh, it just sounds super fun it, yeah <laughs> like there has to be like there has to be like already like a, a 10 minute like little short film of this easy like I'm just like her coming out blind and just like someone getting murdered going what <laughs> who's that <laughs> right and just like literally you're watching all the whole murder go out right in front of her <laughs> yeah I mean that's like that it sounds like there could be so much funny stuff like <laughs> Such a great premise. Like, whoa. Well, Michael Schulter with uh, What Hot American Summer, right? Yeah. Like, well, like he, he was on, like, Stella. He's been on, like, so much stuff that, like, I, I'm excited whenever he's not in stuff, but when he's involved in stuff. Because, like, him and What Hot American Summer, especially the sequels, it was like, oh, no, dude. It, it's... Well, that's what's funny. He was like, like, it's, it's so funny. scary. Though. It's so awkward. It's funny. He was so scary looking. Because he looked like he was forty years yeah, old. He looked way older than everyone else. When everyone else stayed young and yeah. old forever. <laughs> oh boy. But I'm excited for that. I think it sounds super fun. <laughs> um, the next one's in here mainly because I thought it was interesting, just as like 
something that Netflix is doing, but it's uh, Netflix announces Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt return plans to split season in half. Um, so this is from the AV Club. Get ready for a modified Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt binge watch because Netflix has announced the show's 2018 return as well as plans to split the fourth season in half. Um, da, 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 da. So the first part will be back on May 30th uh, when the platform will, will release the first six episodes. The latter half will be out later in 2018, uh, though there's currently no word on whether we can expect those seven episodes during the summer or closer to the holidays. I put huh. this in here because I thought it was interesting of them like starting to split stuff apart. It's not the first time they've done something like this. Right. But it'll be interesting because they're starting to like, because they've announced with some of the anime they're going to be doing, it's going to be in like um, simulcast. So it's going to come out hmm. week by week. We've talked about the Joe McHale show coming out and it's going to be a weekly show. Right. They have the um, the late show host. What was the... He has his new show where it's the... What's that guy's name? Who used to host the late late night show you did it forever <laughs> uh the the british guy no, the, no, no, the scottish no. guy no 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 the the um oh my god just something a little late yeah they look, look it's like, like no 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 it's the, it was the cbs show like what <laughs> i know what it is late not, late, late, late 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 with carson zalia no 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 no, no. <laughs> um stand by but he's basically he's it's a like a he interviews people um and it's only like you know as, one at a time <laughs> yeah, as late what, shows do no 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 no, no but like show. like the show it's like he he did a his his first one was with obama but then uh he came out with another one recently god what is yeah, between two ferns no that's what's awesome <laughs> <I was thinking. laughs> there was something about the, between two ferns getting like a real like award recently where it was like wait what <laughs> oh man it's like it's called like and my oh, next guest is one moment one moment and my, my next, next guest, guest needs no introduction david letterman david letterman the david oh, letterman show yeah oh god but it was like late night with david letterman like that's what it was called I just and i couldn't remember if i, I was gonna remember his name yeah but dude there was so many but shows that, for, but that show, for him i thought he was dead uh, but like that it's like yeah they're releasing as they because the first one was obama and the next one is george clooney it oh. looks like is the most recent one so it's like they're releasing those and it's just like It'll be interesting to see if Netflix starts to go instead of just dropping everything at once into more episodic and like seasonal stuff, yeah. because it would be cool for them to do that in the sense of like them having their own calendar on their website where you could go and look at it yeah. mm -hmm. um, and just be like, oh, this is what's coming out this day and this day. And I can, you can plan stuff around it versus just binging it all at once. It'd like be I interesting just did with everything that sucks. <laughs> I watched it all. Watched it all? <laughs> yeah. Was it good? It's pretty good. Great. It's definitely one of those, like I was watching it. A little bit trying to be like hey where's like you know where because it was shot here yeah like let me see, see if i can see things oh no it's just like really random spots and like the only thing that was like really major was they went to the aladdin theater at one point for like a performance oh um but that, that that was good it was good i enjoyed that one a lot i mean i watched it all today so right, right. i, I, I like i like i like heading into a network things. uh but the splitting kimmy schmidt in half that seems weird for that because that, that did not do well for the get down which was critically praised, but like because they split in half, people and forgot they, about it. Well, yeah, because they well, especially because they didn't release the other half till way later, and like it really hurt the the show because they got canceled because of it. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. so like, I just don't like, I I don't get why splitting in half would make sense to them versus just going at it weekly. It's weird to think of it too from like maybe a perspective of like the latter half isn't done. 
Maybe and they're just that. trying to get out something could so be, people don't forget about it. Like, it could be like it seems like like scheduling <laughs> issues that have occurred. Yeah. So it would be interesting from that regard, which is worrisome. But I was just thinking about it in regards of Netflix creating more like content that's not just all out at once, and they've been doing that more and more and more and more. Um, mm-hmm. It's and interesting because they became they were made famous basically because you could just watch everything. Right just away. like as soon as the show dropped, it was the entire show, right? Yeah. And that was like kind of their thing. So it's interesting to see them sort of backing down from that, but not entirely. And sort of is I'm curious to see what the model will become. Yeah, yeah. I, I really want to know like how like how often it is someone just I'm just gonna get it for a month just to watch the show or movie and then I'm done. And I, I just like, don't think I, that it is that way. I, right. Like I like. <laughs> Because there's like there's a bunch of research on where if a website can get you subscribed to something and pay for a couple months, you're like ten times more likely to stay with it just because of the hassle of canceling it. Am I like, right? Because a lot of people talk about oh, yeah. I'll just cancel in this and this and blah, you know, and like back and forth and bounce around. It's like, but no one does that. Like the majority of people don't, at least. Right. Like sure. if they can yeah. get you in with a free trial and then exactly. just get you through to that first payment, you're golden. You Bamboozled know? again. Yeah, it's like you know, once like for me, like with Hulu, it's like one of those things where it's like. I haven't probably watched Hulu at all in the past two months because I watch mostly on Verve and stuff. But it's like, it's nice to know that it's there. Like when I I need it, you know, it's like nice to have those things because it's like even as simple as it would be to just re-up, it's easier to just already have it, you know. (laughs) And then you see your bill at the end of the year and you're like, I paid what for streaming? No, no, no. It's all worth it. All all my streaming (laughs) services are completely worth it. (laughs) Yeah, I'd say so. Um. So sticking with more Netflix news, uh, Netflix just paid a reported $300 million to steal Ryan Murphy from Fox. That's so worth it. Money. Yeah. So That's New York so Times. money. Uh, the it. streaming giant Netflix has won yet another battle against old Hollywood. On Tuesday night, Netflix announced that it had poached the hit-making producer Ryan Murphy from 21st Century Fox. The five-year deal is worth as much as $300 million, according to the two people with knowledge of the deal, uh, who spoke to the who spoke on the condition of anonymity uh, to discuss to discuss private negotiations. Uh, that would be one of the biggest deals ever made from for a television producer. The prolific producer behind Glee, Nip Tuck, wow. and the anthology series American Crime Story uh, and American Horror Story, Mr. Murphy uh, would have been key in the piece in the... Ex- would have been key piece in the expanded Disney empire and Fox executives have made several attempts to keep him in the corporate family. Amazon also courted him seriously, which played a role in driving up the price for the 52 year old writer, director and producer from Indianapolis. I mean, man, dude, Netflix is going hard. Yeah. They have to like, it's crazy. Like all, all, all guns firing at this point, you know, yeah. after with Disney doing what they're doing, Netflix has to fight hard and fast. <laughs> it makes me think of that one scene in Elf when they, uh, they're hiring um, Tyrion Lannister uh, oh, yeah, to yeah. write the story, the, the children's book for them. I got this great idea. Yes! <laughs> like, I was like, oh yeah, go ahead, do it. Like, <laughs> like yeah, this guy has got a lot of winners under his belt. Oh, totally. I just... I just want I, I honestly kind of want to see it backfire just to see how funny it would be. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't want them to fail, but it'd be kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting to see because I think there was something like three or four shows within that amount of time, too, was part of the negotiation wow, like for wow. the deal. So it's like, man, that's they're going hard on everything. And it's like, it's pretty interesting. These like, they're going for big creators. Like, yeah, they're going mm-hmm. for people and faces that people know like it's one of those weird like people know who ryan murphy is mm-hmm. because he was like very much a part of glee and like the american horror story stuff like for whatever reason like you know who he is and right. so it's like they're picking these people who have both 
have done really well, but also are super recognizable. Right. They have the name recognition. <laughs> so it's just really interesting with that regard. Netflix got money, and then they're where? How do they? Where yeah. do they make it's just cra- it's just purely subscriptions <laughs> when you think about it. Like that's what's it. crazy. Like all they have to do is like, and that's like I think I just don't. Yeah, what's their like forward plan? Because like they have money. They're one of those like they've they have money. They've just right. been building it for years and years. They're just getting <laughs> monthly subscriptions. Just like we're saying, I've had Netflix forever and I just forget about it. Kind of right. thing, you know. They've made hundreds and thousands of dollars on me at this point. Like, <laughs> so it's just interesting. Like, sure. you, you paid for Ryan Murphy. You alone. <laughs> that was me. Three, my three hundred million dollars. Uh, so it's just they just are like. 300 accounts with them. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> why. I just wanted to have so many DVDs at a time. <laughs> <laughs> this whole wall is just... Yeah, just Netflix, Netflix DVDs. They're <laughs> still renting. <laughs> fees, fees, fees. I, but I, I just want to watch them. They're just always there for me, you know? But I don't want to buy them. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, so moving on uh, to another interesting story. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen to star in a show on Facebook... So this is really like, I don't really care about the whole article. I just thought it was like, oh, there's stuff for Facebook, like shows. Because I've seen like YouTube content creators and other people create like, you know, little shows that are like a couple episodes long, kind of like YouTube Red style kind of shows for Facebook before. But I've never seen like a full production with like Hollywood actors. And that's not to, you know, disparage YouTube creators at all. But it's like definitely a different realm to enter in when you've got... Um, you know, Hollywood actors and like that kind of money behind a show put on an online platform specifically like that versus pulling creators from the same platform and, you know, right. putting them together. I mean, it's interesting because it's like, I mean, we've seen that Facebook has been over the years cutting down on, you know, outside platforms. Like if you put up YouTube links or anything like it, the algorithm shuts down how many views you get mm-hmm. unless you actually use their like video uploader. Yeah. And then, you know, I feel like I wonder if this is, we're going to start to see if they're trying to build like a larger, like content creation from Facebook. Well, and they like, always, you know, say that like more people view stuff on Facebook than any other platform. Right because of just how much you use it and just like not like content content but just like that's where all most like especially for like media news stuff they yeah. post on facebook it's like more people watch that stuff than on youtube and stuff like that you know that's got me thinking like not like a tv like like a not like a internet show but like why aren't like celebrities doing like uh some sort of like paid social media thing where like i am morgan freeman like y- y'all got to like vote on what i'm gonna say next in this video everyone chipping a dollar that's a vote and i'll say like oh uh mcdonald's i'm loving it you know <laughs> just like- that's actually apparently i saw the pro zd was talking about an app oh, yeah? that's for voice actors that you actually have to pay for the app to use it but it's like it's like almost vine for voice actors oh. But you have you can't even watch anything without paying for it. So I was like, oh, I'll just delete it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna. I don't even. It wouldn't even let me watch what I like to like see anything. It was like, oh, if you want to watch more, it's like you have to pay whatever. And I was like, oh, what a weird model. Because <laughs> all right, cool, delete it. Like I don't care that much right. enough. Like you didn't catch me. Yeah, like <laughs> like I just want like Christopher Walken to like turn on his Instagram. Uh, da 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 da. I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's just, that, that, that. Subway, always eat, eat fresh. fresh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I just, Facebook being like a big hit gold there. Hey, gold. Great. Like, like I'm surprised like no celebrities like doing that. Half in it. <laughs> yeah, that's. A, that's a, oh. You got 300 million way in the bank just for this investment right now, yeah, buddy. I guess. <laughs> Um, so moving on to something completely different, uh, Transformers movie franchise reset in the works. Uh, so this was from Polygon, but it's actually from like the, it's from the New York times, but like you have to subscribe to other things. So I'm just going to read what Polygon wrote. Uh, Michael Bay's reign of terror may finally be over. A new report from Transformer world says that a new team at Paramount will reset the Transformers live action movie series following, uh, the release of Bumblebee, the movie, uh, Transformers 6, the studio's planned sequel to last year's Transformers Last Night, has reportedly been removed from its upcoming slate. Uh, the report comes from a preview event for New York's upcoming Toy Fair, where an upcoming, geez, a lot of upcoming, uh, slate of Paramount Hasbro uh, movies was shown. Transformers 6 isn't listed. Paramount first announced uh, in 2016 that multiple Transformer movies were planned, despite the lack of critical appeal and numerous Razzies. The franchise had pulled more than $4 billion since the first Transformers movie debuted in 2007. <laughs> Longtime director Michael Bay announced in 2016 that he will be stepping down from the franchise after Transformers The Last Night. Uh, so don't expect Michael Bay to return to this new cinematic universe. The untitled Paramount Hasbro movie in 2021 could be reserved for the new Transformers movie, giving Paramount years to work on the new series. Uh, to, ugh, years to work on what the new series uh, will look like. Who knows? Maybe Paramount will figure out a way to make Transformers movies good again. Wouldn't that be nice? Um, so... Bumblebee's supposed to come out this year. Um, and then the 2021 is like just for a movie, but it could be sooner. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see if they take that much time or if they just. I mean, I thought they had rebooted it already several times. I mean, I haven't watched past the first <laughs> no, three. It's all still technically the same. They've just gotten rid of like the there's like no, human characters. There's no continuity. Is there like. Yeah, there is between all of them. Really? There, there's like a very like thin continuity, at least with the main, the main transformers. Yeah. But like when it comes to like actual like lore, like, it's like, like we got to tell you, we, we transformers have been here before at ancient Egyptian times. Cool. Also during world war two. Uh, also King Arthur. Hold on. <laughs> right, wait, Hold wait, on. Wait, wait. Well, Cause that was kind of, cause that was like the whole thing when the, the, uh, with four, it was like, like 30 or 40 years in the future kind of thing. Right. And that's probably. why you don't see LaBeouf anymore. And that was when um, Marky Mark came in. Right. But it's just still like one of those things where like, as he, uh, John was saying, it's like the first mo movie is like, this is the first time Transformers have arrived on Earth. Ah, oh, scratch, scratch that. We've been here for hey, like well, they hundreds of years. Well, they've been to the moon. Because well, the, <laughs> the first one's like, oh, we were here during, you know, Explorer times going to Antarctica for the first time. Second one, Egypt. Then the next one, like, like uh world war ii it's like no we if you you can't just still go with the second one starting all the way back to literally the beginning of man and then just say <laughs> they oh, just forgot we just also they just didn't forgot know. we also just didn't know that they were around <laughs> during the middle right. middle, uh, middle yeah. ages like ah. <laughs> so it's, of, it's just one of those things so where it's weird. like i mean the first sentence you know really sums it up michael bay's reign of terror may finally be over <laughs> Thank God. maybe they'll be better i don't expect anything from no. them because i honestly don't think that Hasbro cared. Right. Like Unless they, they were making still so much money that it didn't matter. They might go back and they might do like because everything is doing 80s retro like hey, give us the Dinobots, man. Are we gonna get Real like Dinobots, mm -hmm. not the garbage ones? Are we gonna get like like old school Transformers? 
like the animated series no. style like that's like a, that's that, that'd be the dream just i don't think that's, i don't think that's what anyone would go to see though like i don't the, know the, man the, nostalgia the, the, the real the real populace though like i don't like as much as it's flashy it's again it's one of those things where that movie made a ton of money overseas right yeah you know so it's just like, well, like they're well, gonna... have you played the the video games uh war for cybertron fall of cybertron like those yeah. are no john the, no one played those, those games, games are because great. nobody cares <laughs> those stories, the <laughs> stories those were great and like it's the visual style of what the movie transformers looked like except in yeah. the actual like cartoon transformer like, world like, yeah well and so it's i like, just wish they would get rid of the human like people oh, yeah, yeah, just yeah, make it about no, them because that's what would be more interesting get out of there you don't need it out of there why even use human voice actors just use go like Computer animation, <laughs> beep, boop, beep, barb, exactly. beep, boop. <laughs> just like it's just all subtitled. Cool, cool. Great. Great. Google Translate Transformers roll out. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> You're like Transformers is roll out. Roll out. Uh, one more time. Hey Siri, how do you like everything? <laughs> uh Seriously. so that'll be interesting to see if they can actually reboot that franchise or if it's just dead forever please be dead <laughs> uh the next one i just uh, it just brings me so much size and uh arnold schwarzenegger joins kung fury feature film uh so this is from Hollywood <laughs> reporter michael fassbender and david hasselhoff have already been cast the in the buzzing follow-up to david sandberg's cult 2015 action comedy short which bloom is introducing to buyers in berlin uh I don't even want to read this next sentence because it sounds so dumb. Did you see it, Ron? Did you watch? Did you watch? Kung I haven't Fury? watched it yet. It's I've seen. I've seen. Awful. I've seen elements I mean, of it. You've seen gifts totally yeah, everywhere yeah. from That's it. That's basically it. I don't get. <sighs> it's like thirty minutes long ish. It's so. And it's dumb. okay. Like it's like it's fun gimmick. Like Hacker Man. That's great. Laser dinosaurs. Like that's funny. But yeah, it's like when they go back and time. Like it, it, it tires out super quick though. Yeah. It definitely like. But I think what we're seeing here is that. I bet you anything that it's not about the money. It's just that these guys all want to have fun. And this would be a stupid thing that they can do that's just super fun. Like, Schwarzenegger and Hasselhoff, sure. Totally. Just, yeah, Fastbender's, Fastbender? the, Fastbender's the weird Did you one. watch Assassin's Creed? <laughs> yeah, is, yeah, we I did. did. We actually did go see that movie. We did watch <laughs> my, my that movie. Point is, is that, <laughs> my point <laughs> is, is that, like, Fastbender might just have a side where he just wants thing, to Fast do Bender, silly, weird Fast stuff. Fastbender was the best part in Assassin's Creed. Sure. It's the rest of it that was the problem. He didn't do anything wrong. This, I don't think he has a chance <laughs> maybe, to maybe do anything Maybe he's just right. done too many serious films and now wants to be, you know, out. Kung Fuhrer. Kung Fuhrer. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Thunder Cop. I don't know. It's just so crazy. I just... I don't understand the love for the original thing because it's just like, yeah, it's weird, but it, it's it's more weird like YouTube than it is weird like. Right. And the fact that it got on Netflix, I think, is the thing that like set it apart from everything else because like, why why should that be there? Like, it shouldn't, you know, like it should be on YouTube, but it is there. So it got like this weird cult following because it was like legitimized by the fact that it was right. on Netflix versus not being on there. So it's just. Yeah, I think I saw the opening where like there was the gunfight in the streets and a car got kicked and yeah, that's all I got through because I was just like, yeah. it's so much green screen. Yeah. Uh, so the last article we have, I'm not sure if I want to read the whole thing. Don't, yeah, don't. That's a, that. that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Um, so uh, it's a story that was in the Wall Street Journal. Um, Sony once turned down a chance to buy all of Marvel's movie rights for only 25 million dollars. So I thought this was really interesting because it was during the time when they uh, bought Spider-Man. So they bought him for uh, they bought Spider-Man for ten million, and um, 
Marvel at that point was like really hurting for money. So they were offering them um, Iron Man, uh, Captain America, Black Panther, Thor, and just the Avengers for an additional 15 million to do 25. And where is the quote? Uh, but an unnamed big shot at Sony reportedly claimed that nobody gives a shit about any of the other Marvel characters. Uh, so they just got Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that crazy? But like this is like the late nineties. Like, I mean, it is crazy, but also like, let's, let's at that time period. Right. We didn't even really get like the X-Men were just starting. Right. And I mean, then, live action wise. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was, and I was, so we haven't really hit this like, like big comic book movie push. And the last time we saw the Avengers and Captain America and the Hulk and Thor and film was back in the seventies. Yeah. Yeah. And it was terrible. Yeah. Right. So bad. like, Oh, you didn't like those movies. <laughs> <laughs> but my point, what? my no. point being is that like, it makes sense, but like, you know, if Sony had bought them, that we would not have the movies we have today. Yeah, I mean that's that's the, the interesting part of the article. Just like the idea of like these characters didn't make them what they were. Disney, right? That like the universe, yeah, Marvel, and Disney, like, like their Marvel Studios their plan. Like, so it's it's interesting from that regards. But it's interesting that they almost just gave it away, and it wouldn't have been because I in in my mind it would be dead. Like, oh, it'd be just dead. how because you watch how Sony took Spider Man and they ran that into the ground. Like, right. yeah. they would have done even worse with like yeah, that. You just know, rebooting Captain America like, yeah, every two down. years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's just interesting. It was just an interesting. Like, I just love that no one gives a shit about the other characters. It's like, it's like, it's like a hindsight time, thing. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Like, I don't think anyone gave it. Like, and that you could have said that really about most superheroes. Oh, yeah. Too, right? yeah. Nobody gives a shit about X superhero with, with the exception of probably Batman at that time. Right. And like Superman. Yeah. Well, Batman was like the only real uh, financial successful. Successful. Like, yeah. uh, like, except like Batman Robin did just tank around that time. Yeah. So it was like, eh. Yeah. yeah. But it's too much. I mean, yeah. Um, so moving on to there, we had a lot of trailers this week, so we wanted to kind of go through some of them really quick and talk about our impressions on them. Uh, the first one I want to talk about because I am a hundred percent sold on this movie now is the new Ready Player One trailer. I haven't seen the new one. It's it awesome. Uh, two days ago or yesterday? It was yesterday. Yeah, so I showed it to you. Yesterday. A lot more plot. Yeah, yeah it yeah. makes it look super interesting. And there's this really cool point where there's like these guys running through like the streets with the like visors on, and then it cuts to the virtual world, and they're all Master Chief. Uh, all like running amazing. together it's like whoo that looks really cool um and yeah it gives like more perspective on what the story is and like just the whole it just makes it feel more like yeah like it just rouses you up more versus the first one's like yeah that looks cool but this one makes it feel like you're part of something right kind of thing. Yeah. uh we got an incredibles 2 teaser i love it <laughs> i think i think it's, i'm so excited for it like <laughs> like I'm, I'm already, not. I, like I, I'm immediately gonna put my money down for it. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna see it regardless. I but the funny thing, what was what was it that you were saying that you enjoyed about the trailer? Uh, All of it. So like, yeah, <laughs> there, was some, there was something we were talking about, but I was like, that has nothing to do with the trailer. Though. Like, like it. Besides the fact that like it's the story is very much the day after the first one, if not like the moment. Yeah, the moment the, mo the, the moment the, the first one ends. Oh, that was what you liked but, about like, it. Well, like also the fact that like. You know, like fifteen years, like or like I don't, I don't know how long, how many years has passed since like The Incredibles first came out. Something like that. Like, there's like no talking about like. I just don't feel like time has passed. Be watching it, like I've uh. li I literally feel, literally feel like this could have came out two years after it, and like as if nothing happened. Like that, like that's how like right. that's how smooth it transitioned me into it. Nice, and I love it. 
Like, and like, like, yeah, like, I think it's funny that it's like, okay, Bob is not the stay-at-home dad. So, like, literally, you're taking that element from the first one and just flipping it. I think it's funny. The way they're playing out seems funny. Yeah, I just think, I, I and it seems funny. I just feel like it's just like, yeah, we're basically just playing the first movie over again, but switching the roles. But, like, we, but, like, but, but the movie like. didn't, but it didn't really, sh it's not really a trailer. It's like, just like a sneak peek. Yeah, yeah, it. totally. So it and like, that's, that's why we don't that, know how much on, of that is. Yeah, but based on, like, what. I've seen from the trailer. That's exactly what it looks like. Yeah, I don't it's just it. a rehash. It's of the a, first it one. looks great. Like Dash's whole like, like it's like what I do is what defines me. And just Bob going, where the hell did you hear that? It's just like making fun of the Batman yeah. stuff. It's like, yeah. I like I, I like that. That's a good jab. Yeah, <laughs> it looks fun. I'm stoked. Um, I can't wait. Yeah, super excited. Um, we've got a Pacific Rim two trailer. Meh. Yeah, it's just more of like, all right, whatever. Same. It's all the same. Like, I just don't why they. I don't understand how they've had. Like, they've had like five trailers at this point. Yeah, it's so crazy. It's sort of like shots at different angles. Yeah, like, that's yeah, all. Like right. really, what's been like? Yeah, <laughs> it's like there's these fights, and we want you to see only a little bit of them. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, there was another rampage trailer. <laughs> Which is kind of more the same. <laughs> really same really just, but we now know that what the virus they have is the Rampage virus. <laughs> Project Rampage. Yeah, it's what? gone loose. It's just like, oh my Wolves gosh. can fly now or glide. Like, it's like, I don't know. Did you see this next one that I put on here? Did you watch it? Did I watch it? Yeah. No, I heard about it, but I didn't. Uh, so there's this uh, anime coming out. It's Batman Ninja. Mm -hmm. And it's basically like What's Batman, the Joker. And they all get like sent back in time. <laughs> and it's basically who's going to like take over like Tokyo at the time and like just Japan. Um the voice actors aren't, you know, your traditional voice actors. They didn't have Mark Hamill and they didn't have Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy. Um, but, like, I, I feel like it's good in that respect because it's like, oh, it's like a kind of a different thing. And, mm -hmm. I, you know, it didn't seem bad. I think the Joker guy is kind of trying to do a Mark Hamill, Mark yeah. Hamill um, which is fine. Generally, that's what so many people do in that sect. sect. But it looks really cool. I'm yeah. really excited for it. I like I like the style behind yeah. it, and it's it looks so better animated too versus the first trailer. Even though like the first original trailer, even though it is just the second one again, I got the gist of it. No? Just fast moving CG, yeah, cell yeah. shaded. No. Yeah. Um, the last major trailer we got this week was for Cobra Kai. Oh my god, uh, which is a sequel to the original Karate Kid. I don't even know if it talks about like two or three being a part of it. it, it I mean, <clears> I don't acknowledge <throat> yeah. it in the. But Cobra it's basically Kai on a par two or three, so yeah. don't matter. Don't matter. It yeah. Don't matter at all. But you've got a, the original. I don't even bad guy, whatever his name is, and um, we we're just talking about his, him. What's his name? Is it Danny? In the yeah, Danny. Yeah, uh, yeah their like, kids. You know the the villain guy brings back you know the Cobra part. Kai like Taekwondo studio, and he's bringing back his like you know Mr. Miyagi martial arts, and their kids are gonna fight. But they have like this really good moment where they approach each other in the trailer and they're like the only ones in like the dojo like talking to each other and it's like mm. ooh <laughs> like just that moment was really cool i mean it it's looks, a youtube red show yeah, so, yeah it I mean, looks super oh, show. it looks super camp no it's a though. movie it's, it's a movie okay. like oh yeah it's a movie um but yeah it looks super campy it looks and I, I think that could help it for what it's going for because it's very like him being the like you know uh sensei or whatever they're called uh at a dojo like really over the top and really bringing in the like you know we're gonna like just beat people up and like it's not about you know being yeah. like nice and like you know uh training is crazy like, like killing everyone like that is like their whole thing so it's just really interesting because it's they're playing it up yeah they are playing it up i mean my my biggest gripe with it is it felt like a youtube show like the just the quality from the trailer that i mm. saw i was just like eh, just it looks like they hired these guys and some youtube celebrities are shooting it. Yeah. like it was just like i wanted it to just be a little bit more 
but I'll, I will withhold my final judgments until I see more of it. Middle, middle grade cameras, simple three point lighting. Something yeah, like that. exactly. <laughs> um, so that's kind of the news and the trailers uh, for this week. Did you guys watch anything? In, oh, well, we'll be talking about this in our main podcast this week. We went and saw Black Panther, but have you guys seen anything else this week of note? Um, I saw Netflix The Ritual. Um, if you're looking for a good horror movie that takes from Viking mythology, check it out. It's super fun, uh, creepy, but there's some awesome moments where like they cross. It's this guy is having visions of an event that happened in his life, but he's out in the woods, mm. and they build the set of where that is in the middle of the forest. Mm. So it's just like some really cool visual moments where like he's in a shopping mart, but in the middle of a forest. Yeah, and it's awesome. It's I recommend it. Cool. Um, I watched today. I watched Everything Sucks, which just got released on Netflix. I finished that whole show. Um, it seemed interesting. It's basically about you know high school kids in like the mid nineties, um, and it was really interesting because it takes on a lot of like different perspectives. Uh, there's a girl who's like going through like you know. Like, who am I? Like, am I a lesbian? Am I interested in guys? Like, that whole, like, storyline. There's a lot of, like, interesting storylines with... Uh, you're watching these two kids, but you're also seeing their parents and, like, their mm-hmm. relationships that they form. And it's just, like, a lot of really interesting, like, quick stories that I thought uh, was really cool. Um, it's also shot in Portland based in Boring, Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, and they make a lot of jokes about Boring, Oregon, which right. is funny. But they even go to Portland at one point. And it's just kind of funny. Um and I thought it was cool just in that regard, but it's a really good show and it's short. It's only 10 episodes. So I thought it was really fun in that yeah. regard. Um, but yeah, I would recommend people watch it. It's on Netflix now. seems like they really hit the nineties feel. Yeah, totally. It's almost, they almost hammered a little, little too hard. They're like, Hey, I bought you this ring pop. Hey, I bought you like this thing. Like they right. really, yeah, the trailer really, really, really play it up. Like- and it's like, that keeps happening throughout the show. The one thing that's cool is like the soundtrack is really, yeah in that time and it's like huh yeah those songs were all around that time so that's kind of like a cool thing about it but yeah like the like weird products were a little bit too much um and if they had just like not made like big like mentions of them it would have been better um but they make like a really big deal about it so i was like okay whatever um (laughs) but i recommend that um So that's it for the news. We'll be back in a little bit. Um, we're going to be talking about our impressions. We went and saw Black Panther last night. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back. Um, if you were listening on the podcast, this is where we're going to be ending this show. Um, as always, you can go to um, facebook.com slash Show to find us. We're on SoundCloud, iTunes, under JRR Talk Show. Um, each week, we will be doing streams, usually Thursday or Friday around 10 p.m. If you want to watch us do it live. Um, other than that, have a good week. See you guys. Later.